Aloha, party people. You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 155. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at tandawaiusa.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at tandawaiusa. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For the collectors out there, be sure to check out their subscription program, where they offer a discounted 3, 6, or 12-month plan. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. This podcast is also sponsored by the Tonga Hut. With locations in both North Hollywood and Palm Springs, California, the Tonga Hut serves classic tiki cocktails in a classic tiki setting. Dine in a secret tiki hideaway or learn about rum and rum history at one of their educational seminars. And if you're up to the challenge, take the journey to join the loyal order of drooling bastards. For information on events, rum rum club, and more, go to tongahut.com or find them on Facebook or Instagram. For this first episode of 2020, we thought it would be fun to share our session at the Grotto Radio Show. On this episode, we talk about tiki music and play some of our favorites, from traditional South Pacific tribal drums to modern exotica and everything in between. Special thanks to Mark Atkinson from the Grotto Radio Show for having me on as guest DJ and co-host. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please give us a good rating. Doing so helps people find the show and helps boost our presence. Also, subscribing makes it easier for you to follow our adventures. And subscribers always get new releases first. You can find previous episodes at our website, desertoasisroom.com as well as links to our social media, along with links to our guest websites and their social media. And if you'd like to leave us a tip, click on the tip jar. Okay, grab a Mai Tai and join me and Mark Atkinson for our special Tiki Music episode at the Grotto. very special edition of the Grotto. I'm your host, Crane Deluxe, and tonight I have a very special guest. We have Adrian Ustakio from the Desert Oasis Room. Aloha. Uh, yes, and uh, we're going to do something a little different tonight. Hopefully, uh, it'll sound different to all of you out there. Um, we are going to kind of discuss with you uh, some great tiki music, uh, starting all the way from uh, the very primitive what I consider uh, primitive only because of uh, its technolo- technological uh, prowess. I were, um, very early, early music from the South Seas. And we're going to talk about each song and then play it for you. And kind of, kind of, we're just going to have a nice conversation about why, why we think tiki music is important and what it does for us and why we all love it so much. All right, sounds great. Let's get started. All right. This uh, first song is called The Beat of Tahiti. And it's the exotic rhythms of Tahiti 
Um, this is uh, uh, it's recorded in 1957 in Tahiti by Gaston Gilbert, and the song is called Ori Vivo. It's called Dance of the Flute, and you're going to hear a flute. So real quick, I have a comment about that. So in 1957, Tahiti wasn't exactly the most accessible place in the world. Right. I and mean, it was very many days by boat or a very, very long plane ride, and it was considered a very exotic destination. So to hear something from this time period is really stepping back in time and hearing what was probably more naturally traditional there than what you would probably hear there today. Right, right. And uh, uh, the, the instruments were, were very, uh, were all natural materials, the Tahitian log, um, there, there may be some uh, bongos. Bamboo uh, instruments. Bamboo instruments, yeah, right. Right, right. All made out of natural materials. And so um, let's get this started. All right, here we go.
Okay, you heard some Tahitian drums there, and um, I think Adrian Adrian's going to uh, kind of tell us what we're what our what our map is for tonight. So, the song you just heard is from an album called "The Beat of Tahiti," and again, this is music that was made with more natural instruments, right? Instruments made from the materials that could be found on the island of Tahiti, and as traditional island music, that's probably more accurate to what you're going to hear next. Actually, it is much more accurate than what you're going to hear next because what you're going to hear next is now we're moving into the origins of exotica music. Right, right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to start off with... Uh, well, not start off, but we're going to go next to uh, some Corolla Pandit uh, from the, and plays music of the exotic East. Right, and, and keep in mind that as exotica music became its own genre... It is a derivative of what maybe a mainlander would think music would sound like in the Far East. So this album is called Carla Pandit Plays Music of the Exotic East. And so this is not really authentic. It's just a, it's interpretation. an interpretation, yeah. right? Yeah. This is what they believed uh, evoked that particular sense of, right. of uh, escapism. Sure, sure. I, I think that's that's. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. That uh, what is it about tiki music or exotica music or, or or this kind of music that really makes us feel the way we do? I think that uh, we were discussing earlier that it's the romanticism, the escapism, um, the good natured uh, uh, will, the good will of this music, and I think sometimes there's humor in it. There's uh, adventure. There's danger and all kinds of emotions come oh, through. Oh, I like music. adventure and danger. Right. So right. adventure and danger and mystery. So our next song, um, I bet a few of you have heard. It's called Miser Lou. And um, Corla Panda is going to play this on the organ. And I, I may not play the whole song because it's really long and, quite frankly, gets a little repetitive. But I think you can, you can uh, see some of the, the early, early colorings of this kind of music from a long long time ago from somebody who was uh probably never been to tahiti right <laughs> <Corolla> Bandit, <laughs> and could barely get a gig if right. you know this, maybe probably everybody out there knows the story of Corolla Pandit. you want to give a, a, a brief rundown um sure so the a very general uh general background Corolla Pandit. he was a a uh an organist Mm-hmm. For lack of a better term, he actually played music uh, on TV, and he he did it in such a way that he seemed to win over the hearts of all housewives across the <laughs> country. And there's a lot of secrets about his background. I don't know if we should touch on that. Should we touch on that, or should we, can we just touch on it briefly? It's a it's a fascinating story. Um, sure, it's it's a, it was a different time. So when you when you hear this, think about the 1930s and and kind of place yourself back in that in that period. Corolla Pandit was an African-American gentleman, and unfortunately, um, back then, couldn't get a lot of gigs, couldn't get a lot, yeah, of, couldn't yeah. play in, a lot, of, in yeah. a, a lot of public places. His wife came up with the idea that he should be Indian and exotic yeah. and from a faraway land. And he was able to disguise himself as someone from a faraway land when he was actually uh, born and raised right here in the United States. Right. So you'll listen to the juxtaposition of traditional island music made with natural instruments, now transitioning into Exotica, and here we go with Carla Pandrit. With Mr. Lou. <laughs> Miserable. 
So that was Carla Pandit, Miserloo. You might recognize that song as something that Dick Dale played. He popularized that song as a surf tune. A little faster. A little bit faster, that's correct. <laughs> so now we are in this new world of exotica music. What maybe a lot of people don't know is the first exotica album that was produced as an exotica record was Ritual of the Savage by Les Baxter. And on this record, there are a lot of... Actually, there's not... But there's there's quite a few of the standards that we've come to be familiar with in the Exotica music scene, one of which is our anthem, The Quiet Village, right? So um, you might know this as a Martin Denny song, but this is was actually written by Les Baxter... And here's the original version of Quiet Village. Right. Uh, one, uh, one little thing uh, before we start. Uh, yeah, this is, this is released in 51 before it was even called Exotica. And then Martin Denny coined the term in uh, 1957. So here we go with, uh, yeah, one of our anthems. <laughs>
How'd you like that? Les Baxter with Quiet Village. That's the original version of Quiet Village. We wanted to play you guys some music here that kind of related to each other. And you know, this uh, first song that we played bef- prior to that, which was by Corla Panda, was actually dated back to 1931. That was a predecessor of what eventually became the kind of exotica music that we are most familiar with, which is that particular version of Quiet Village as an example. But also happening in the 30s, there was another style of violin music that was developing, which was, I, I don't know who coined the term hapahali. You know, um, I, I did a little reading on it. I have to admit I'm not uh, as well-versed as I, as I could be or should be on hapahali. Um, it sounds like that it, uh, from what I read, is that it, it uh, originated um, post-war. Okay. Yeah, based on immigration. and So what was happening was there was a new form of music that was developing with people that were discovering what Hawaii was. There were these uh, turn-of-the-century musical sounds that were kind of jazzy and kind of tin pan, and they started adding American lyrics with an island motif. So hapahali, you know, hapa is uh, is Hawaiian for it's a, it's kind of like a uh, slang for half, right. and um, hali being the term of the songwriters and performers that were mixing the Hawaiian style with their lyrics. So uh, we're gonna play you a hapahali song now. Interestingly enough by Louis Armstrong. This one was dated back to 1937. Again, in the 1930s, at the same time that Corla Panda was developing his music. So this one's one of my favorites. Louis Armstrong? On a Little Bamboo Bridge. All right, here we go. On a little bamboo bridge by the waters of Kalua, beneath Hawaiian skies, I fell in love with you. Mm, on a little bamboo bridge by the waters of Kalua, we found a paradise. Oh, paradise for two While we were gazing in the water The silver ripples kissed the shore And your reflection in the water Seemed to say you'll be mine forevermore mm, On a little bamboo bridge By the waters of Kalou you made my dreams come true, sweetheart, when I found you.
Here's something that's interesting. With the prolification of hapahale music, we even had Native Hawaiians such as Alfred Apaka who adopted the music as their own island music. And again, thinking about the history of this music musical genre, this is something that is not really Native Hawaiian, right? But uh, with the, that tropical sound, it became something that was starting to become, again, very popular with... Uh, tourism, uh, travel, air travel was starting to become more accessible to the average person. Hawaii was being courted as the 50th state. And in, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, we started hearing lots of Hawaiian music in the form of hapahali. Almost anybody that was in the musical uh, profession back then, from Elvis Presley to Connie Francis to Annette Funicello, had a Hawaiian album. And it was in the Hapahali style. So what we're going to hear next actually is like what we did before when we, we played a Korla Pandit song that eventually led into the style of exotica that Les Baxter and Martin Denny were doing. We're now going to be playing a Hapahali song that is maybe two decades later after the Louis Armstrong mm-hmm. version yeah. of Hapahali. Right. So uh, we'll be playing Alf- Alfred Apaka now. It's uh you know you know um, Adrian you you, you kind of rung a bell with me and I was thinking about um, you know the average American maybe they they didn't have TV half the country probably more than half the country didn't even have electricity most people grew up on farms we we're a very agrarian society so the idea of of anything Hawaiian was extremely exotic and it came from it came in the form of a maybe of a, of a record or maybe on the on the a 78 sure, the gramophone yeah, you know yeah. you, you didn't just click on the radio and hear it. there's no way they're playing this music on the radio and so think about how how truly exotic this just even the sound was yeah right? cuz yeah. they were there in the 30s it was it was like Louis Armstrong we just heard but it certainly wasn't uh, on a little bamboo bridge it was something else and there was you know um, all those jazz greats and and early swing so this was way off the charts for the average American. Yeah. And it was influential enough to have a native Hawaiian and Alfred Apaka right. pick up the style. All right, little brown gal. It's not the island's fair calling to me The balmy air, tropical sea But it's a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack, in Hawaii. It isn't Waikiki, Kamehameha's Polly, the beach boy free, with a ho'omali money, but it's a little round gal, in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack, in Hawaii. Through that island, 
wonderland She's broken all the Connie's hearts It's not hard to understand For that Wahine is the gal of hearts I'll be leaving soon The thrills I've enjoyed Not the island moon The fish in the port But it's a little brown gal In a little grass skirt In the little grass shack In Hawaii Understand for that Wahine is a gal of parts. I'll be leaving soon. Fills of enjoy the island moon, the fish in the poi. But it's a little brown gal in a little grass skirt in a little grass shack in Hawaii. All right, Alpha Alpaca, little brown gal. Before we go into our next segment, I'd like to mention we have a new Tiki mug out for 2020. This mug is based on the old vintage monkey pot souvenirs that were carved in the Philippines and sold all over Hawaii in the 60s and 70s. Pre-orders are open now, and they're selling pretty fast. So if you want one, go to DesertOasisRoom.com to get yours today before they're all sold out. Once again, that's DesertOasisRoom.com. All right, so I think we were going to be playing a little bit of Cliff Edwards next. Now, uh, those of you uh, who don't know who Cliff Edwards is, that's kind of fun. So just listen to this voice and see if you can place his voice from somewhere else. It's quite familiar, and especially those of you that might be a little older. And we are going to hear... Sweet Leilani. Sweet Leilani, heavenly flower, nature fashioned roses kissed with dew. And then she placed them in a bower It was the start of you Sweet Leilani Heavenly flower I dreamed of paradise for two You are my paradise completed You are my dream come true Thank you. 
Sweet Leilani from 1937. Oh, and uh, Adrian, maybe you could place that voice. Okay, so for the people that did, maybe they did recognize the voice. Maybe. That was the voice of Jiminy Cricket. Do you hear it now? <laughs> Let your conscience be your guide. <laughs> so there you go. We're going to continue on with some more great music here. Um, we have, I think we're going back into the Exotica side here, right, Mark? Yes, yes, we're going to do uh, Gene Rains. All right, so we're going to do some Gene Rains here for you guys. Gene Rains was another one of the guys that was producing a lot of Exotica music at that, the middle of the century, but he didn't seem to hit the same kind of fame that some of the bigger names, such as Les Baxter, Alfred Apaka, and Martin Denny, had although Gene Rains did uh, release quite a quite a few Exotica songs, so uh, we're gonna. What are we gonna play here? Do you do you have you already chosen a song for us? We're ready to go. All right, so here we go. Tiki. Tiki. All right, so Tiki from the album Rains in the Tropics. Thank you. 
Okay, that was uh, Tiki by Gene Rain's group, and as you can kind of uh, kind of kind of hear, a lot of texture in that music. Uh, the piano really brings a lot of uh, a lot of flavor and and just a lot of a lot of good color um, to this music. Gene Rain's was a, a master of pianist back here in the states, and um, just uh, very very different than. Hapahali and all the other stuff we've been hearing so far. It's still very exotic. Yeah. Still evokes the visual that they were trying to trying to 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 share with us. You yeah, know, yeah, to, yeah. I'm trying to paint the picture of trying of to paint the, the picture of the land. tropics, right? Something far exotic and far away. All right, our next song. Oh, oops. Uh, okay, our next one. Um, quite honestly, I know nothing about. And that's what's uh, uh, going to be either going to be a bomb or a hit. Is this is uh, South South Sea Moods, the South Sea Combers in Living Stereo, and this is on an uh, RCA Victor, uh, pretty early stereo orthophonic. So I'm playing uh, Vahini Palmoto, and I think I've heard this song before. So if any of you want to pipe in later and tell me what it is, that's great. Um, but I just found this in a thrift store, literally for fifty cents. And this was a song I really enjoyed. So here we go. This is called, I'm assuming it's Wahini, but it's, it's spelled Vahini Paumoto by the South, the South Seacomber. Thank you. 
Okay, so how'd you guys like that? That still had a bit of adventure in the tone of that that song, and that's the theme here, right? This the theme of of this music is there's all different variations and styles from Hapahale to Exotica music and certain island instrumentals, but what they do is they all evoke a sense of mystery and and faraway places. Um, Our next song that we want to play here is something that seems to find its way into a lot of Hawaiian records, especially Hapahali records. Right, we're going to hear, I'm sorry, we're going to hear Henry Mancini of uh, Pink Panther fame and uh, pretty much every Every uh, almost every movie in the '60s or '70s somewhere had a Henry Mancini theme. And see if you recognize this one. Should should I introduce this one or? Yes, uh, all right. So uh, this is a real fun one called the Hawaiian War Chant. You might even hear some of this at the Tiki Room in Disneyland. Oh, that's cool. So here we go, Henry Mancini and his orchestra.
Okay, we are back. Did you guys recognize that last one? The last one was Adventures in Paradise. That's another one that was very popularly covered in the mid-century. And that song actually spurred a television series on ABC. It ran from 1959 until 1962. And the, the, the series was created by James Mishner himself. Uh, same guy who created the South Pacific, and um, you'll you'll notice that that one sounded a little bit more. What would what would you say? I'd say it's more engineered, and more a, engineered, a lot more okay. polished, right? More polished, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot more modern instruments, right? It's sure. we've departed now. Pretty sure Very a harp. Uh, pretty sure a harp was not around in the right. <laughs> <laughs> We've de- departed very much from traditional <laughs> island instruments at this point, and now we we have coexisting together. We have exotica music and hapahali music. Right. And now we are in the mid-century. We're somewhere around the fifties and crawling into the sixties. And the Hawaii is the fiftieth state at this point. Right. And yep. there's a lot of popularity happening with traveling to the islands and seeing these exotic destinations. Right. Keep in mind, the music we were playing earlier, uh, if you wanted to go to these places, you had to be pretty wealthy, and you got yourself on a steamer. That's and, correct. And uh, you got your steamer trunk, and you packed your stuff up, and you had your hat and your wool suit, and you went to Honolulu uh, by boat. Uh, it took you about a week to get there. And now the music we're hearing uh, is, is, has been brought to you Brought to you by Nabisco. <laughs> right. uh, it's been brought to you um, rather than you having to go hear it live. And um, this another one is, is next one we're going to play is, uh, is uh, also Henry Mancini. It's called Lujan. And I think Adrian can tell us a little bit about what Lujan means and is. So yeah. Lujan is actually an instrument that was also invented in the mid-century. It was actually invented in Sausalito. Yeah, right here in uh, California. Yeah, so um, so here's the description I found online. The Lujan is a bass metallophone consisting of individually pitched metal plates that are attached to the resonance chambers of a partitioned wooden box. It's a percussion instrument. And the particular person who invented this, his name was William Lauborough. Clearly Hawaiian. Lauborough. <laughs> Clearly Hawaiian. He actually didn't pass away too long ago. I think it was just back in 2010. Right, right. Yeah. So Mancini, uh, you know, found this guy, and and Mancini was notorious for uh, taking other people's inventions and music and uh, just kind of appropriating them as his own. Peter Gunn being the most notorious example. Um, he did not write that song, and that was a derivative. Uh, of a of a band in the in the 1950s, I can't remember at the top of my head, off the top of my head at the moment, but uh, take my word for it. Uh, the Lujan, it looks like a looks like a shoebox with a metal door, basically. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a, taking a shoebox, tying it up on one end. Yeah, right. yeah. So here we go. So this is uh, another Henry Mancini song, Lujan. And if you'd like to see it in a movie, go see the Big Lebowski. Now, there you go. Mm-hmm. 
that one was uh, Lujan. And if you listen to that, you can get remnants. You can hear the, the sound of that percussion instrument. It had a very unique sound, didn't it? Very, um, very haunting sound, I dare say. And now what we're going to do is we're going to transition over to a Gene Rains piece here. Yeah, this is my uh, my personal favorite of all the tiki mu- music I've ever heard. This is my uh, personal favorite song. Again, it's, it's a lot of piano, so um, it's not not you know obviously not traditional, but wow, it really paints a picture like that like Lujan did. You know, very romantic um, and very evocative of uh, of kind of a you know a quiet dark place. Um, maybe you know jungle uh, under the moonlight that kind of thing you know that we all like to imagine so this next song is called Lotus Land Um, it's the title track off the album of the same name and this was I believe 1959 or 1960 61 right in there somewhere I think it's 59 I can't uh, can't see it from the moment but uh, so here we go Lotus Land Thank you. 
Alrighty. Well, as you've probably heard, we're playing old records here, so sometimes they pop, sometimes they skip, sometimes they scratch, so we apologize for that. Some of these records are really rare. This particular Gene Rains record is not an easy one to find, so Lotus Land is probably a, a little bit more expensive than your average Martin Denny record, of which there are millions of copies, it seems. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I hope you liked it anyway. Um, I have a digital version, but I just didn't want to play a digital version. Uh, this is all vintage vinyl I'm playing, except for you know, the Cliff Edwards was digital, and maybe another uh, another track was digital, because some of the stuff was not released um, on, a, on a 45. It was maybe on a compilation. And and some of it's just hard rare. to find. Just, just not out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just not out there. So, uh, so we we've played you quite a bit of the uh, exotic music from the middle of the 20th century, and we want to start transitioning to some modern day exotic music. There's some fabulous bands out there that are keeping this particular genre alive, and very talented musicians in these bands. One of my favorite is a band out of Sweden by the name of Ixtahuele. Very talented guys here. Had them on the podcast a few months ago. And this particular song is... Mareld. Mareld. Okay, so this is the exotic sounds of Ixtahuele. And so here we go. Thank you. 
any business we have bills to pay here so uh now i thought i'd uh you know i'd just pay you know pay respects and uh have a word from our sponsors honolulu airport and the gateway to the thriving islands of the south pacific 24 hours a day the big international jets scream to a halt at the beginning of the tourists holiday of a lifetime since the war, new buildings have sprung up all over the island to keep pace with the influx of tourists. The island of Hawaii is only 604 square miles in area, but it's the permanent residence of more than 230,000 people, plus the thousands more in tourists all year round. the atmosphere is completely casual.
Well, how about that? That's a pretty rich and textured song. Uh, obviously, you can hear the um, the vibraphone was such a big deal um, when that showed up, right? It changes everything. The vibraphone, the piano, and the piano is a very complex tune that they're playing there. They're not just playing chords, right? And think about this. like Think about how the music has transitioned over the decades and how they're able to use these the, the instruments that you know are modern to us today but still sound very much period correct and the music still sounding very much period correct it's as though you are in a tiki bar in the right. 1950s right you know the, the Ixtawele, um they're so so polished and and such professionals i almost think that uh if Mancini were still alive, that's the kind of music he'd be producing. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and they're such a great group of guys, too. You know, uh, Again, I want to give them a plug. So if you guys want to hear Ixtahuele, uh, and, at an extended interview with Ixtahuele, you can find them on the podcast at episode number 141. So keep that in mind if you like the guys from Ixtahuele and you want to hear more from them. All right. Um, we are now in the... In the 21st century, and um, a lot of you know who the, the Tikiaki Orchestra is. Some of you may not. Um, a local band of exquisite talent. Great bunch of guys, really talented, and they pull from all over the place. I will say that Jim Baki is one of the most talented songwriters that I've come across, especially in the exotica genre. He's got some really excellent albums out there and i think i don't know which one i would call my favorite but you know right. it like every song is great on on all of his albums yeah they're really really different um you know so some of you, some of you who uh, may not know try um bachelor pad really fun kind of a mid-century mod you know kind of again talking about the the thrill of getting on a on a 707 and flying off to honolulu right, it's right, really great right. really fun a lot of a lot of humor in that song um, there's a lot of magic in, in uh, his music. and um, So we're going to play our Road to Punalu'u. Yep, like that one. It's hard to pick one, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, some of these are they're, they're very... You know, that's the word I was looking for earlier. They're atmospheric. Yeah. And uh, then I, I made... If we have time, we may play um, Hawaii Nocturne, which is very slow, but really just... I mean, it really just makes me thinking of, of walking through the jungle at midnight. You know, yeah, it's really yeah. amazing. All right, so, so here we go. All right, uh, Road to Punalu'u.
All right. That's some modern exotica. So uh, we, I think we took you here through quite a few decades. We're probably looking at maybe a half century's worth of music. And uh, we're about ready to wrap the show up here. Before we play this final song, I want to thank Mark Atkinson for having me on the show. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, if you're not familiar with my show, I host and produce a podcast based around tiki, cocktail, and other alternative things in the tropical subculture uh, genre, would you say? Um, uh, It could be music, it could be um, mixology, it could be all kinds of different things. But if you're a tiki guy, then you will enjoy it. Or a tiki gal. Or a tiki gal, <laughs> you will enjoy it. Inside the Desert Oasis Room, you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. Uh, I can go on and on and on. Uh, press the podcast button on your cell phone and type in Inside the Desert Oasis Room, and it should pop up. Or you can find it also at DesertOasisRoom.com. So thank you again, Mark, for allowing me to be on your show tonight. I think this is really great. I, I think uh, it's kind of uh, me who is on your show, Adrian. Um, I've really enjoyed your show for quite a while now. Um, always really informative and always good natured. Everybody knows who Adrian is, and everybody likes to follow your adventures. You have a great <laughs> life, man. You uh, really do. It's all an illusion. <laughs> it's all a, It's all a dream. It was just, a, just, just it was like, all a hangover. <laughs> just, just like the music we played tonight, it's a it's a visual representation of we what what we think it's supposed to be, right? So. Right. Right. <laughs> So tell us about the final song of the night. We're going to wrap it up with uh, really the king of Exotica, and that, of course, is Martin Denny. He is the one who uh, gave gave the name and coined the term Exotica to this type of music that we all we all love and enjoy so much and makes us feel so good on a Sunday afternoon That's right. with a couple of drinks already you know under our belt. Uh, Martin Denny, this song is called The Enchanted Isle. This is from uh, 1986, I believe. I think it's 86 or 85 um i believe this was his last album as well um of course martin maybe you know adrian he's your guy i think you ought to tell us a little little bit about martin denny before we go oh martin denny um we like to call him the so would we call him the king of exotica right really martin denny is the guy that made exotica what it is and what we know of what exotica is he's the one who popularized the genre and he had actually very many cover tunes in the exotica style as well that a lot of people don't know about some of them were maybe bossa nova songs like girl from ipanema that was a martin denny song there's a martin denny version of that i should say and uh, also miserlu and also some of the hawaiian stuff hawaiian war chant just like what we heard earlier and a lot of hapahali tunes he did in the exotica style so Little Grass Shack and all that kind of stuff, too. So we're, we are going to play this last one here for you. I just found something on this album cover that uh, is kind of interesting. It's a quote from Don Ho. A quote from Don Ho. So let's, let's read this quote. Here we go again. He rekindles warm memories of a romantic time. Martin Denny of Quiet Village and Taste of Honey fame always waxes well with his original exotic hats. They're all here. Once again, we are allowed to escape into a wonderful world of musical fantasia. Martin's trademark exotica is strong here. Enchanted Isle is for the romantic. It's for lovers only. And that's a direct quote from Don Ho on the back of 
Martin Denny's final album. And so uh, here we go. I think that that concludes our show tonight. I want to say thank you for everybody that listened in. And if you'd like to hear a repeat of this show, stay tuned because I will be posting a recording for those that weren't able to listen tonight or for those people that want to enjoy this music again. Again, on the podcast inside the Desert Oasis Room at DesertOasisRoom.com. Follow us at Polynesian Pop on Instagram for when we do that i will announce it there so thank you again mark all right adrian uh, and i wanted to say thanks to all the vra listeners that uh, came by and uh, be sure to go check out the desert oasis room all kinds of great stuff there huge volume of information and, and really good fun informative stuff and um 
And that's really it. We're going to uh, sign off, and I uh, hope we can do this again, Adrian. Yeah, I'd love to. You know, there's a lot of music to cover, a lot yeah, of great things to. going on. And, uh, you know, in this world of what we're experiencing now, I just think we need a lot more tiki. I really yeah, do. why not? So I'm going to sign off with a little bit of The Big Island. This is a little recording I did uh, with, uh, on my phone, standing in the water at, uh, I'm not sure exactly, Apuco Beach. Yeah, on The Big Island. Cheers, everyone. Good night, everybody.